ever wish that when you entered those Filipino gatherings, that instead of being greeted with questions or tumabakaka statements, you know, sometimes even questions that you don't have the answers to yet because they are tender questions that you wish that you would be allowed to warm up first for the bigger questions or or even the option not to be asked at all. In this episode, let's explore the art of asking questions in Filipino pagtatanong. Are Filipinos truly bilingual? We use the same language at home, but speak in love languages foreign to each other, together but separated. Kamusta? I'm Rowan, licensed psychotherapist mom, immigrant twice, first-generation Pinay raising my mixed Filipino-American children in America. I found that after visiting 500 Filipino homes, I continued to be a student of the culture. In this podcast, we would be seatmates in this beautiful cultural classroom. And by the way, did I tell you I need my kaping barako straight from Batangas before each class? If you're interested in learning the deep intricacies of the Filipino culture, especially as it merged with American culture, talks about trauma-informed care and deepening your Filipino relationships across generations, which includes my fave topic, Pinoy Love Languages, you're in the right place. Friends, I want to share with you that in the Spotify platform, this platform that I'm using, that the review for this podcast, the Pinoy Love Language podcast, is that we are the top 25 most shared globally podcasts. So there are 16 countries that are listening to this podcast. How cool is that? You know, one of which, maybe not surprising, the U.S., Canada, of course, the motherland, Philippines. Kamusta sa ating mga kababayan? Even in Taiwan, Germany, Australia, at iba pa. Thank you po sa pakikinig. Thank you for listening. I ask you to share this podcast to others in the spirit of kapwa because people don't know what they don't know yet. And I'm a believer that when we know better, we actually care deeper. So if you haven't shared or left a, a stellar review that speaks to you, do, do you mind doing that now? And maraming salamat. I appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by the Inner Child Playground, 30 Days to Restoration, to allow your inner child to show itself in your psyche's playground through playful awakening of your intuition using somatic of the body and your personal creative expressions as portal for restoration. You don't have to be an artist, no artistic skills required. If you find yourself that you're tired of procrastinating, of feeling not good enough, it's the inner child that usually is tugging on your skirt, your clothing, and asking you to take notice. So in this course, that's exactly what you're going to do, but in a more playful way to restore your inner child awakening and your intuition. So I'm going to leave the link in the show notes. Kamusta friends? Welcome to another episode of the Pinoy Love Language 
podcast. This is your host, Rowan. I hope you're feeling well today as you are listening to my voice. As you always know, I go straight to the point. We're not going to put a lot of fluff because this is basically serving you with the menu that um, engage you to listen to me today. So let me begin. This is not just a Filipino-American experience. In the motherland, it's possible that when you enter spaces, people may be greeting you, but also may be using questions as an opening. Now, why do we do that? It's rarely explained in the Filipino-American psychology this concept of hindi ibang tao at ibang tao. I'm going to break it down, so don't worry. I've also written at least a couple of blogs around this topic. If you prefer to read, I always link the Kalamansi Juice blog. So you can always take your time to read. I know I have emails from many of you who had said, I've sat down and I consume all of your blog posts. So, maraming salamat. So, if that speaks to you, there's also the link. Now, when we say hindi ibang tao, that means not the other person. When we Filipinos talk, they'd say, it's okay, don't be embarrassed. You can ask him, hindi naman siya ibang tao. Basically, that person is like family. You don't have to be extremely polite. And you could actually tell him exactly. When you are ibang tao, I wish I could show you a graph, but I'll, I'll do a blog post on that. When someone is perceived as ibang tao, that means they are the other. So they're not part of the circle, at least yet. And in the culture, most collectivistic culture, really emphasize being polite, gauging the atmosphere of the group before one actually expresses an individual need. And I know when you're listening, especially if you're from the Americas, especially the Western culture, it that may sound so backwards, but evolutionary psychology even studying animals especially when there's a threat for an animal whether the threat is extreme weather they like to huddle together for safety and you know what i want to postulate sometimes when we are living in the western culture and especially with social media because for me it makes everything almost like we all have a channel <laughs> We all have our opinion, so it makes it shrinks down the world into the screen, into an image, into a certain number of characters. And would it seem that that's just the way the world is, that we have to just express ourselves, that that's the only way, the, the only way is to be individualistic. Now, the one way, and not the only way also is to be collectivistic. But but in many ways, when I use the word more, it just means Filipinos are really more collectivistic. And there are some research by cultural 
psychologist where it's really fascinating. I, I could almost guess it, but you know, it's nice when you see a graph where in many other countries, Philippines is usually really in the extreme when you talk about being collectivistic. But it doesn't mean that there's no facet of being individualistic, that every or most Filipino families, that there is no platform for that. And also, at the same token, it doesn't mean that all American families are simply just allowing children to swim in their own in their own river. It's usually more of a collectivistic culture, more individualistic culture, although America consistently falls in the extreme. And, and you really could understand the tension in the home, in Filipino-American homes. So going back, right, what is the purpose of this? Let me start with the, the Filipino, the immigrant, the Filipinos in the motherland. A few reasons why they use a point of question to warm up is to gauge, do you get me or are you part of my circle? Can you get my joke? And... um. Not all jokes are funny and some jokes are, you know, self-deprecating. So jokes are hard, you know, because it's either you get it or you don't, which basically it's a good tenant to know if someone's in your circle because then they'll get it. But there is a thin line as far as like it's a good joke or it could be uh, hurtful. The intention is to gauge. Do you get me? Are you part of my circle? Can I joke around with you? Filipinos love to laugh, as you know. Like They might not be expressive of their own emotional, what's happening to them emotionally at the moment, but there are many platforms for the Filipino to express an outlet. One is to laugh. I mean, when you go to Quezon City, in the, one of the most cosmopolitan area in Manila, you'll see like, a, a lineup of comedy bars there. I too have been in a few of them. And Filipinos love to laugh. That's a way for them to connect. Things that they could not readily talk about because it might not be safe, they can laugh about, like in especially in that type of platform. Like people pay to laugh. So that's one. The other one is to be able to connect. All these have an overarching theme of the intention is to connect. I mean, to think about it, like why would someone want to invite you, prepare their home, prepare a spread of food to simply disconnect? I mean, maybe it is true. That's one thing I want to be forthright some people might be tactless or you know they're just insensitive but the intention is to connect right we always say you know makakating dila the itchy tongue and sometimes people just want to ask questions for their own information but for the most part for the most part now you hear this so much in social media which makes it harmful because if someone tells you, when you look at the top of the mountain, you could see this type of tree, more than likely, you will be looking for that tree. So if you're going to enter 
Filipino gatherings and there's so many people sharing that, oh yeah, you'll see this, you'll see the, the rude tita, it's likely that you will find it. It doesn't mean that it doesn't exist because they're there. But for the most part, I want to believe that they're there because they want to connect, tactless. And there's ways around that in the next episode after this one. I will be talking about the art of responding. Now, what another difference, the main point about Filipinos asking a question is to connect, to gauge, um, hindi ka ba ibang tao? Which is, are you part of my circle? Can you get me? Would I easily offend you? Would you easily be offended by me? These are questions unconsciously that a Filipino would like to get answered so that they could get even closer to the person. Now, they're really asking a question and you can answer the question or not. In the art of responding, again, in the next episode, I'll talk more about strategies on how to respond beautifully so that there's less tension in that relationship and once you go over that hurdle what you would find is you can actually really enjoy that relationship now the difference in the american culture americans are very task oriented there is uh, always a purpose for something like when when i first came to america and someone greeted me hi how are you I mean, for the Filipino, when you ask someone that question, I my assumption is that you want to know how my day went. But later, I I understood that the purpose of that is is basically to say hello, to be polite. There is an agenda. There is a a, a task, if you will. So even when Americans are, so I'm of course generalizing. Even when we do meetings, there's usually an agenda, an American. We don't want to waste time. Even the concept of time is very different for the American and the Filipino. And everything we're talking about is a collective expression. I always share this because, of course, not every single person is that way. This is just a collective expression. Now, when someone is task-oriented, there is always an end to it there's a an outcome there's something like even in our work in america there's a measurable outcome now when you ask question you're asking a question because you want to get a response there was a quick story of a cultural anthropologist she was saying this american was was in the airplane with this other person the american was kind of like chatting because they're sitting next to each other the person felt really good and at the end when they were about to uh, board the airplane the other person was expect that they'll connect further but when the american stood up when they were about to board lifted the overhead compartment he grabbed his bag and he said well have a good day man you know and he just kept going so there is a purpose for that they were sitting together it was to connect but it was only to connect for that purpose so it's very purposeful there's nothing wrong with that always when they're talking about cultural nuances and differences if, if your mind is going to thinking oh but that's wrong but this is right that's exactly the point is that 
there isn't exactly a right way, but a preferred way for a particular person or a cultural group. Remember, we have so many different exposure. I mean, even the weather in America and in the Philippines, that's so different. Why would we be the same, you know, in the way we communicate? I mean, it would make sense that we have different variation. So the difference there, going back to the Filipino-American and the Filipino immigrant, is that if you were raised in the American culture, when you ask a question, you want to be responded to. There's a purpose why you ask a question. But for the Filipino, it's asking a question to to connect. I mean, it's possible he also wants to gossip, but in the art of responding, you will find that you actually don't even, you can ex- escape many of their questions like 90% of the time. The reason why I know I have done hundreds of visits and if you could just imagine that's the way I'm greeted, I'm asked, and this is just not me, okay? It's not that there's something special about me but it's understanding the intent and the strategy on the art of responding so why that can be offensive to filipino american is because if you ask a question you expect somebody to give you an answer but the filipino is not exactly it's okay he is fine he likes an an answer because you know it's information but it's fine not to be answered as well he, he may be using that for the most part to connect when we come back we'll talk more about should we stay as we are like what should we do should the immigrant learn how to not ask a question and should the filipino american just absorb that that's what they mean and they are coming from good intention so stick around let's explore that further thank you for sticking around if this topic and the other topic in this pinoy love language podcast interests you there's also a five pinoy love language ebook it's been downloaded many times including many non-filipino partners and spouses and also if you're a healer and you work with filipinos and it's not just the immigrant because the truth is what we don't transform we transmit So you may not be the strict mom that you experience with your parents, but if you're the opposite of that, especially if you're the extreme opposite, usually that's running from an engine of fear, which tells you there's something that needs to be understood or sometimes for some people to be healed inside i invite you to download i would leave the the download link in the description below for the five pinoy love languages ebook there you would learn the nuance in the most misunderstood filipino strategies to seek affection let's return back to our question should the filipino american just absorb and kind of like take it that well that's coming from a good intention 
And should the Filipino immigrant just change their whole repertoire as far as making someone feel warm or welcoming them and their strategy to sense if the person is hindi ibang tao, which is not a different person. This person is safe, you know, I can hang with this person. I would answer it using a, a metaphor. In the Philippines, I've drove there for many years. Even children know that red light is to stop, yellow is to yield, and green is to keep going, right? Go. If you drive in America, that's the rule. When you go to the Philippines, the yellow means actually keep going, you know? So people would actually step on their brake. It's like the latter part of the yellow, which some people also do that here in America, but much more there. Like yellow is like, this is your last chance, basically. Keep going. Press on the gas before it turns red. So imagine if you're Filipino-American and driving in the Philippines and yield when it's yellow, you're starting to slow down. Imagine the car behind you who's not used to that, who's used to actually stepping harder on the gas pedal. Imagine what would happen. And at the same token, if an immigrant has not learned the ropes of how you drive in America, and he's just like blasting away on <laughs> once the light turns yellow, and the American, doesn't have to be Filipino, is slowing down. Guess what's going to happen? Right? They're going to crash. That's what happens in our home. We have a cultural clash because we are not ambidextrous culturally, meaning we can't switch. We're insisting that the rules are the same, but they're not. So both has to adjust and learn. This is the reason why we have this podcast because it does help you to understand intention is important. But if you don't understand that and you're very agitated already when you enter spaces, guess what? You know, you would be in this culture clash the cars are going to have a crash. I am going to leave you with that and just to allow yourself to be curious. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you're interested, check out the 5 Pinoy Love Language ebook. All the links are going to be in the show notes. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening at sa uulitin. Bye now.